I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The secret is, I generally think it is farming. Nature and shit. Nature and shit. <laughs> I feel like I've adopted your mannerisms, Will. Like, yeah. I swear, I'm such a miserable cow normally. I'm like, hey, are you all right? Because you're on, I'm like... Fucking jazz hands. <laughs> Use them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by none other than TikTok sensation, Love Island star, and all round fit farmer. It's Farmer Will, everybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Petal? I'm really, really good. Yeah, really excited um, for this. Are you okay? Yeah, mate, I'm so good. Honestly, your, your enthusiasm and your energy is proper infectious. It's so lovely. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I just love life. I honestly just, I'm high off life. I love it. (laughs) No, it's the best way to be, mate. Honestly, you're a proper breath of fresh air. I've got, I put on your little Instagram that um, I was having you on this afternoon and everybody was just so excited, mate. Really? Um, Yeah, loads of lovely questions. And I've got loads from your lovely producer as well. So should we just dive straight in? Yes, let's dive straight in. (laughs) So you kind of booked the trend um, for, I suppose, what people would assume is like an archetypal um, Love Island star, like coming from the farm, um, being very sort of like vocal about everything you do there, and also just sort of like your nature in general. Um, How has like, how has it been going at the villa and life since then? Like, are you just on on cloud nine living living the dream? I'm loving it. Um, It's like (laughs) love, hate in a way, because obviously... Uh, before Love Island, I was on a farm, working outside with the animals in nature, yeah. just me and the fairies out in the fields. Uh, and then you get thrown into Love Island, which is just, it's an incredible experience, but it's just so different to what I know. Um, and then even coming out, it's just its just really different, but I do love it. But sometimes, you know, when I do spend a little bit too much time in London, that busy, busy life, I get a bit overwhelmed and I'm like, oh, God, I need the I countryside. Need, I need me sheep again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. But that makes sense. Like, it's such a huge, I suppose, like juxtaposition to what you were doing beforehand, which was probably like, super, I don't know, everyone says like nature's really calming. And I find that like, I love even when I just get out with me dogs, like I find yeah. very relaxing and stuff. So I can imagine you've gone from like a really lovely, proper, sweet pace of life in utter fucking chaos. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Honestly, I am just, it's non-stop, but it's like, it's good. It's- yes. Yeah. Um, I'm putting my kind of like energy into the right things, into the good things. So I am, I am really enjoying it, but it, it like, 
I'm at home at the moment and it's yeah. just it's a wholesome, wholesome vibes, wholesome way of living and love it. I really do. That must be nice though. So you've got the two. So you've got like either all the amazing new work opportunities, you've got crazy post villa life, you've got your gorgeous new relationship with Jesse, but then you've still got lovely sort of farm environment yeah. where you can retreat back back to and you know your family, your friends, and have a bit of like like you say, a bit of like wholesome, normal life as well. Yeah, no, it's at the moment a little bit like Hannah Montana. I've got the best of both worlds. <laughs> it's a Hannah Montana reference for me. I fucking love that. Oh, well, you're absolutely great, mate. Go on then, right? Let's go back to before Love Island because yeah. I've got loads of questions about that for you. But I feel like yeah. it's super, your life before then is super interesting as well. Like, let's not... Let's not forget you were sort of, but I don't know anything about farming. So I am super interested yeah. in that. Talk me through like your average day on the farm. First of all, what time do you have to get up? I think I'd be a crap farmer because I hate early mornings. Me and my dad are chill. We're chilled out. So <laughs> we we don't get up at, you know, stupid o'clock. We don't get up really, really early, mm. you know, at the crack of dawn. There's certain times of year, don't get me wrong, like the time of year we're in at the moment like lambing that's yeah. dawn to dusk you know that's 14 to 16 hour days so that's really intense but when you don't have to you know get up at the crack of dawn why would you you know take it easy have a cup of coffee chill out a little bit enjoy it um and then that's what we kind of do and with the question of kind of like day to day what we do it's so difficult because every yeah. day is different um and it's seasonal um but one job you would do every day. If we got you, Vicky, on the farm, you would be <laughs> shepherding the sheep in the little caboose, seeing if all the animals, the welfare of the animals oh. are all okay. Yeah. So is that your, so you're, obviously I've seen on TikTok, like you're always with your lovely animals. Is it predominantly that, or do you guys also have some like vegetables? Is there any cows or is it just purely sheep that you're doing, Will? Um, purely majority sheep. However, <laughs> I, do, I will have you know, we've got a couple of pet pigs, love them. Um, I love that. In Pumba, so I got, I bought them as micro pigs, and was it, know. was it, was it absolute bullshit? I've known so many people get micro pigs and they turn out to be big fat pigs. I got scammed. They're huge. <laughs> they are huge. I'm not joking. Yeah. But you have them in the garden, let them in the house, mm. almost like pet dogs, and they grew huge. Made a mess of the garden. Made a mess of the house. And oh god, I was in the doghouse with um, my parents, and my grandparents who live next door. Oh bless you! But I suppose they're like part of the family now, right? Yeah, they are. They're so so sweet. Everyone loves them. And like honestly, I've seen some bits on TikTok and stuff where you're like having to save the little save the little lambs from like bogs. Like you're having to perform medical procedures. It all sounds pretty intense. Is, is this something like you just picked up as you went along as a farmer? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I didn't go to, because I know you can go to college, university, kind of get that educational before going into farming. Yeah. But obviously growing up in a family farm, my dad just chucked me into the deep end. <laughs> you know? Okay, learn by doing, son. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you learn, uh, you learn by doing it, learn by making mistakes and learn the hard way, really. Yeah. But like with a, a vocational jobs, like that is sort of... Uh, that is like uh, that is par for the course you know and even in so I'm the industry you're just coming into now mate like I'm 
30 Woo! years. Yeah, <laughs> wet behind the ears, having a great time. Wait till I'm my age. <laughs> no, honestly, but I'm 13 years going strong and I had to do this. I know it's totally different, but I had to do the same. Like I had to learn by doing and get some things wrong and, and you course, know, yeah. make some mistakes as you go. So yeah, I, get, I totally get that. Um, You're so passionate about it, though. It's lovely to see. Yeah. And I kind yeah. of feel like, and this is really bad. Did you ever have a choice, Will? Like often you know, these things are generational, you know, You're completely right. Yeah, yeah passed yeah. on from grandfather to dad yeah. to son. And yeah. it almost, I used to go out with a fella whose family business was passed on to him and I could just tell he absolutely hated it and he, yeah. like, he had no passion for it. And I felt really bad. Like, you know, I think everybody deserves the right to be happy in everyday life and passionate about what they do. Yeah. So did you have a choice, babe? Was this what you were passionate about or was it kind of just passed on? It was, I did have a choice. Oh, the lucky boys. Yeah, you know? your dad's so progressive. I love that for him. Yeah, he slays. <laughs> he slays. So um, a little bit of background. People I went to school with who were farmers, they, you know, they got made to work on the farm. But me and my brother growing up, because my dad was made yeah. to work on the farm, you know, from such a young age, like five years old, he had his wellies on. My granddad was oh. like, right, yeah, right, come on, <laughs> okay. get out there. Um, well, come on, son. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, And I know how it had a bit of an impact on him. He didn't, you know, he was pulled out of school. It's quite a funny story. He um, didn't set any exams like at 13, 14, and he came back with all A's. And my granddad was like, oh, all right, Andrew, that's his name. So, all right, Andrew, look at you getting all that um, yeah. A's. And they were A's for absent, not, um, yeah, not actual A's. And it was only a couple of years ago when my dad told him uh, the whole story. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Fucking poor thing. But he's done all right for himself, has he not? Jesus Christ. Yeah, loves it. Yeah, 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 loves it. And then when I, so he kind of said to me and my brother, go out into the real world find what you want to do, go to university, get an education, you know, don't come back to farming unless you want to. And I was looking about, I was doing little bits and bobs. I did absolutely <laughs> horrendous at school. <laughs> Not a, I think schools like measure such a small part of intelligence. Like it's just so focused on one yeah. type of learning. Like it's really difficult for people to do well. So don't beat yourself up about <laughs> yeah. that. Look at you now, mate. All worked out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I kind of just went back to my dad with my tail between my legs, like, oh, I don't know what to do. I want to be a farmer. Um, so Please came, have me back. <laughs> yeah, I came back part time and then worked somewhere else part time just because when you make the commitment to come home, it, you know, in the hardest of ways, it does take over your life because where my friends would be like, oh, we're going away on a spontaneous weekend. I would be like, I can't because, you know, we, we've got sheepies to see. <laughs> Oh, so you, I suppose like you learned responsibility like quite young then in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to kind of like give up things. I couldn't do anything spontaneous, anything that I did want to do. If it was like a holiday, a weekend away, it would, planning would almost have to be put into it. It wouldn't be like, you know, Friday night. Oh, what should we do? Yeah. Let's go to Ibiza, baby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, babe. You know what, though? I feel like I'm not the spontaneous type either. I'm a planner. So yeah. I pot potentially could have passed it that it passed for a farmer in that sense. Oh, you definitely could. We'll get you on the farm in some wellies. <laughs> Stop it. I would fuck. I'm animal obsessed, you know, Will. Really? Like obsessed, mate. Like I actually really need to talk to you about the sort of moral implications about it all because okay. honest, I, I just feel like I would absolutely love to be on a farm. Like I fucking yeah 
cows like I call them grass puppies like I'm obsessed yeah. like little lambs like when I sit so my mom lives in the country when I see them gabbling about like honestly I get all sorts of like feelings in my tummy but then I'm like I I enjoy eating meat as well. Mm. So I feel like a bit of an asshole because I'm like, your two different mindsets completely conflict, Vicky. Like, how can you say how much you love animals, rescue dogs, blah, 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 this, yeah, that, and no. the other? And then sort of be like, oh, yeah, sit down to a steak once a week. Like, I just, I, 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 so how do you, are you a meat eater yourself, mate? I'm like half and half. So okay. I don't eat lamb or pork. I, because I, I, of your pets, obviously. Yeah, I think it's yeah. because I do have them, but then like chicken and steak because I don't come into contact with them. <laughs> I can put out of sight, out of mind, mate. You can talk. get eaten. Yeah, I do think though I have to disassociate in my head. So when I'm seeing a lovely cow in a field or like your gorgeous videos with your little lammies, actually I don't eat lamb because I feel like they're babies and it's just a fucking They're baby. the cutest of all lambs. Yeah, I, can't, well. I just think, come on mate, there's plenty more animals you can eat that are quite lovely. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to be eating lambs. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think, but I have to disassociate. So I have to like disconnect when the food is on my plate of so course. that it's actually a gorgeous animal other times just to be able to enjoy it. Do you do a bit of that as well or am I just crazy? Uh, no, a little bit, especially like working on a farm. Obviously, we we commercially farm sheep and I do keep pet lambs. So you do have to look at it in a way, you know, you've got love and you see for these animals like the pet lambs. But the sheep you don't commercially, you commercially farm, you don't see as much. So it is you've got kind of. It's a bit harsh, but yeah. you do have to separate your emotions almost. Well, it's it just, it, you have to, you know, it's business. But yeah. can I ask, and like, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot here. Your little, your sheep have a lovely life, don't they? They live the dream. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, that makes me feel better. I could about wearing wool and shit. I mean, I don't know what my alternative would be. Yeah, I feel like otherwise I'd just be really cold. But yeah, yeah. that's really that's really good to hear that they have a nice life. Well, I didn't doubt it for a second. They live the dream. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love... Honestly, mate, do you know, speaking of school, it's so mad that you brought that up. One of my mates taught you at school. Really? That was, honestly, as those Get words out. left, as what as those words left my mouth, I felt so fucking old. But yeah, they did. She was called Kate, Kate Turner. You probably know her as like Miss Turner. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brown hair, like she. I think she's got like a bit of a mullet vibe going on. Actually, she's super. Did she, cool. um, did she teach English? Yeah, she will. She yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. So I I went to uni with Kate. Oh, crazy. Yeah, that is how old I am, Will. <laughs> old behave. <laughs> no, I am. I couldn't believe it when I seen her in my Instagrams this morning. She was like, I taught him. He said nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wicked. Love that. I know. Oh, you Miss Turner as well, then. <laughs> Very small. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, yeah. um, so before you were in Love and Oats, you're doing all your farm stuff and you yep. were like super successful on TikTok. You were absolutely killing it, like a sensation in your own right, mate. Um, is that how the producers found you? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it was the animals and not me that got. I don't mean that. I mean, like, obviously you had a big TikTok presence. Is that how they found you? So I got messaged on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and basically you do kind of like a zoom and then meet the producers um and everything like that so i would have got found via tiktok or in like farming farming video sort of thing but going on the show i'd never watched the show it was like my first time going oh my god so a baptism of fire for you then a little bit i've seen clips on social media um and different things like that and I thought hey this is this seems wicked I'm in a holiday isn't it it's an absolute yeah. holiday um but I loved it kind of my experience was just so so fun uh I didn't really have to think about what I was saying like, I didn't really care what I was doing uh I was just having fun let my hair down having the best time it's as well like when you did it it's sort of South Africa it's winter so yeah. we we were all having like a really rubbish time we were all freezing our tits off back in the UK yeah. and you would and I suppose not much would have been going on in the farm either would it because everybody all the animals would have been cold as well so you missed nothing just missed working in shitty rainy snowy cold weather and yeah. in South Africa's sun so I'm not complaining you smashed it right where is it in South Africa are you close enough to see the animals like on safari and stuff or are you in a different part no you're oh, in just outside Cape Town I oh, think cool. um but it's like this massive kind of confinement or or something like that like um, a compound yeah, like a compound sort of thing. But no, nah, that would have been the dream. I would have loved to go on a safari. But... I know. So my only experience with South Africa is um, after I did the jungle in the UK, I, yeah. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here in Australia. Yeah. I then went out and filmed, I'm a celebrity, get, out of me at, get me out of here for Australian audiences in South Africa. Oh, wicked. I know. So we were filming in like Kruger National Park, which is like obviously where people go on safari, where you see all the animals. And I was just like got called to, they call it the Tok Toki out there, not oh. the Bush not the bush Telegraph. So you go in the little hut and we were all sitting there, all the campmates like, is everything okay? Are, yeah. we, gonna do, are we gonna do a trial? Is it a challenge? And yeah. they're like, no, there's a fucking leopard in camp. Really? <laughs> just like walking through, obviously being attracted by the smell of food and stuff. Yeah. The series was actually sponsored by KFC, so I think they probably you probably could smell that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> having a little terrifying, babe. We were so scared. So it was just having a little prowl through. So no, it was. Uh, you should definitely do something like that because you'd absolutely love it with your. I would. Love, I would. I would really love it. Um, <laughs> on the bucket list. On the yeah. KFC bucket list. <laughs> oh, so right. You're sitting in your interview. What type of questions are they asking you? Um, it's all kind of just about dating, uh, previous relationships, um, how you are with girls, and just obviously it's it's a dating show. Um, so And what were you like with girls before Love Island? Were you a proper heartthrob, lady killer? Are you a bit nervous? Was this oh. were you looking for love? 
I actually was. So it was it's kind of like being with Jesse. It's my first relationship. So I've never had oh. overly any success in that department. Um, but oh, I think with it, for me, it was just more of like the commitment issue in the sense that I would self-sabotage myself. I didn't fully want to commit. So put myself in that environment, you would either have to commit or you would you would go home sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so it put me in, in that sort of environment. And because of that, I'm so happy that I did do it. Yeah, oh, honestly, you are so, so cute together. I follow you both on Instagram. And oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're just really lovely. It's it's gorgeous to see. It's wholesome. We're just wholesome. We don't we don't want the fancy <laughs> fancy stuff, you know. We just we'll be happy with like kind of like the bare minimum, just with each other chilling out on the farm. Oh, but you can say that, mate. Like, so I've seen Jesse's been the farm. Does she absolutely love it? Where's she from in Australia? I'm asking too many questions. I should let you answer one. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, firstly, where's Jesse from in Australia? That's my first one. Jesse's from Tasmania. So, what the fuck? I she... didn't even know that was a real place. <laughs> oh my god, no one does. And then the follow-up question to that is: Is the Tasmanian devil a real thing? And it is. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so tell me about Tasmania, because when I go to Australia, I go to like you know the big bits, so the Perth, the Sydney, the yeah. Brisbane. Like I don't. I haven't actually done many of the rural places. And I'm assuming if I haven't heard of Tasmania, it's quite rural. Very rural. It's more country than me. She came to the farm, looked, saw I had neighbours and was like, you call this country. This isn't country. This is a town. And I was like, what? I live in a tiny little village with a farm. So (laughs) yeah, more country. But I love that she came and just griefed your farm. Yeah, (laughs) down a dirt road. Kind of no neighbours. Yeah. I think Tasmania is like bush, bushland. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, bush, the bush. The bush sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, imagine when I go to Taz, I'll probably be looking about being like, God, where are we? <laughs> it's very Crocodile Dundee. Is that before <laughs> yeah. your time? But do you remember, call this a knife? This is a knife. So yeah, yeah I think that's probably <laughs> before your time, mate. But I feel like that's so nice. You've kind of got that in common. Do you know what, which is really, really strange, is we've got so many similarities and we are almost like the same person, but from two two, different places. Yeah, opposite ends of the world. And even kind of down to our family um, and everything like that is just so, so similar. That's but there's a reason why you've gotten so well and and you did like go the distance and stuff. It's obviously because I think these reality tv shows like occasionally they get quite a lot of stick you know people say oh they're only on it to people are only on it to get instagram followers or fame or whatever else but i actually think like every once in a while you get a really lovely genuine couple and the the writings on the wall look at people like olivia and ab bowen look at molly may and tommy like you and jesse like there are some finn and Paige. there are some absolutely gorgeous couples come out of this that you can just see it's amazing that they found each other yeah no i'm i'm over the moon couldn't be happier well, that kind of leads me on to my next question, I suppose. Then what are your highs and lows about like from the villa? I suppose obviously meeting Jesse must be a massive high, but speaking of someone who's done every single reality TV show in the world, <laughs> I know it can be hard in there at times. So there must have been some moments that were difficult for you too. Of course, yeah. I think kind of Casa Amor was I was on such a high mm. up until that Casa, and then probably that week I was on such a low. Like a massive, massive low. Uh, just wasn't myself. 
you know, thinking, I was kind of like thinking to myself, look, if I can't get back with Jesse, then for me, there's no point in staying. Like yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to stay there. Obviously it all worked out. Thank, <laughs> thank God. She is a forgiving queen and we love yes, that from her. <laughs> you do. You're watching this, Jesse. Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, even, it, it, I kind of, obviously I've never been in that position, mate. So I can't, I can't, say what I would do or whatever yeah. but it kind of gives me like that whole Casa Ramor thing gives me like the lads lasses everybody I just feel like everyone goes on like lads last holiday vibes and it's almost like you fucking throw caution to the wind and everyone forgets there's people watching and everyone forgets what they're doing and everyone just goes a little bit crazy no you do you go mad like it's, <laughs> it's like you're in a madhouse and it's like what and then as soon as I did it I was like what have I done like it was well, horrible I know, but like, you know, you're only human, Will, and you're only young, and we all make mistakes. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, nobody's perfect, so don't beat yourself up too much. Another another Hannah Montana. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has bad days. <laughs> Fucking hell. Honestly, I feel like what was it, everyone was saying this series, was it like, it's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission? Was that what all the girls were saying? I can't remember now, but I felt like, was, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 Do you know you, I think people forget when they're watching this because they do, they get so invested in your relationships. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, I'm 35. And even I'm like, oh God, I hope Jesse and Will last. <laughs> like I get so invested too. But it's hard because you are just, you have just still known each other a couple of weeks. Yeah. And you are in that that process, that experiment, that show to meet your people, to find somebody who's really compatible for you. Yeah. So yeah, mate, listen, don't beat yourself up too much. Like it, it is what it is. You're only yeah. human. Worked out for the best. It did. Now we're back in the UK, baby, living dreams. <laughs> oh my god! So was that the hardest bit? And then the best bit was that meeting Jesse. Yeah, the best bit was. I'm putting words in your mouth, but I feel like if you don't, no, it was no, 100. percent the best, <laughs> best thing of my life, really. <laughs> yes. Oh mate, well I'm so happy for you guys. And Thank you. You're just going from strength to strength now. You're on the outside. It's a different dynamic, isn't it? It's mad coming out because you're yes, in a bubble in there. Yeah, when we came out, it was, and we were both thinking it, but we didn't kind of like bring it up. It was, I think that first night or two is is a make or break, whether you think like it's going to work. And for me, it was just, it was, and then hopefully for Jessie, because she's still here as well. It was just like a thousand times better because, you know, you're, you're, you're isolated. It's just you two, you know, you haven't got other people around, you haven't got people watching and it's, it does tell a truth, you know, whether you, you're going to work, you know, for the long time or not. And for both of us, we we said like it was it's just a million times better. That is, you know, that's a really, that's a really interesting. I never kind of thought about it like that. But when you're in the house, you're surrounded by so many people in the villa yeah. and you don't know if what you're saying of this person is like 100% genuine or whether yeah. it's a, a bit of like the best shiny version of them for the cameras. And when you get away from it all, God, it must, were you a bit scared if, if you'd still like each other? We were both, I think we were both nervous yeah. of how, how it was going to work sort of thing, you know, when it, when it, when it's just you two and, there's nothing else there. Um, and I think, yeah, we were both a bit nervous of how, how you're going to gel, how you're going to click. Um, but it was just, we said, I even said this the other day, it's like we've been, I don't know, like high school sweethearts. Like we've known each other for such a long time. And, you know, realistically it's four months or something like that, which isn't, it's not a tremendous amount of time, but I feel like because we have in that villa and in that experience, you were 
together 24-7. We are now still together 24-7. It's yeah. like, it's just, for me, just going, you know, strength to strength, better to better, and um, be getting down on one knee soon, maybe. <laughs> Honestly, mate, don't joke, right? I swear to God, I used to get... This is my... I'm engaged now to my lovely fiancé, Erkan. He's absolutely class. Been together nearly five years. Planning a wedding. All's gravy. But, like, this is not my first rodeo. I've been engaged twice before. And I feel like in those situations, like, they do act like catalysts, don't they? Like, you're spending 24 hours a day with someone. You get to know them quicker. Like, it's not like you're going to the cinema fucking once a week and then just texting yeah. through the day. Like, just go really fast. So I can see why people get caught up and get, like, engaged quick and move in together fast. Like, it doesn't feel like a rush timeline. It feels really natural because of how much time you spent together. So you're joking, but I reckon you two will move really fast and it'll just I know I keep I keep dibble dabbling it with Jessie and she's like (laughs) she's like stop she's like stop these are it's not funny jokes and like when we go out like the Tesco's or something can people like recognize us I like get down on one knee just as like as like a fun joke yeah so fun I bet she's ready to kill you (laughs) get up get up Jesse these lambs need a man for god's sake Oh, mate, it's been so nice talking to you in part one. Will you come back in part two? I've got so many more questions for you. 100%, baby! (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.